ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Now, I know for the last couple episodes, uh, the show has really been focused around my close, close friend group, okay? My really close friends that I party with all the time from my hometown. Today, a very, very special guest, very special guest who I have not seen in forever. We have Diego on the line, okay? What's up, Diego? How you doing today? How's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, unfortunately, Diego is all the way up in the cross and can't exactly be in person to the studio, so he is (laughs) making a phone call in because he wanted to be on the show very, very badly, and I really want him on the show. And I knew I wouldn't be able to get him on for at least a couple more months, if anything, if I was going to get him on at all. So, Diego, I cannot thank you enough for coming on today. I cannot thank you enough. What's up? I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show. Thank you. It's an honor to be on the, on the code, on the old code show, my guy. Mm-hmm. I very much like it. Yes, yes. So first, we do have to give some shout-outs. Now, all these shout-outs are people that me and Diego know pretty well. Okay? They're all the people we knew and were close friends with up at Rippin. Okay? So, Dakota, thank you for checking out the show. Dylan and Nick, thank you for... I know you're going to listen eventually. I know you're probably going to listen to this one. And then Xavier. Xavier, what a funny guy. What a funny guy. Absolute comedian. (laughs) Absolute comedian. All right. Now, before we get too deep into this, we also... I want to do this in the beginning. So... I want to give Diego his shout-out in the beginning so we can get as most people to follow him as possible, okay? This guy is hilarious, and some of the stories here he's going to tell that he's told me about before are absolutely hilarious, okay? So I want everyone, especially if you go to lacrosse, especially if you go to lacrosse because he is now there, he's ready to party, ready to mingle. I want you all to follow him on Instagram at d.diegogonzalez. That's d.d.i.e.g.o.g.o.n.z.a.l.e.z. Okay, I want everyone to follow him, especially if you're going to lacrosse, because he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I could always use to make more friends up here, so uh-huh. go ahead. Like that follow. Mm-hmm. For show, for show. Now, Diego, let's kick this thing off. The only way I know how. Let's take a shot. Take a shot. All right. All right. All right. I got my right out, right out here. What, what kind of shot are you taking? We're taking a shot of New Amsterdam's vodka. New Amsterdam's vodka. All right. That's, that's a powerful shot to take down. I just got oh, a shot. Yeah. Of, I just got a shot of fireball ready to go. You ready? All right. Okay. 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 Three, go. two, one, go. Ah. ah. <laughs> oh shit. Ooh, you, you okay over there? This is going to be an interesting subject. Very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Very interesting. Now, I would also like to point out that while most of the interviews I've done have taken place at usually around 7 o'clock at night, it is about 3 o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. Three, yeah. <laughs> Some nice mid-afternoon drinks to kick the night off, okay? You you going to parties okay. tonight? You got a party yeah, night? It's a, it's a thirsty Thursday, Jake. Uh-huh. You got to start pre-gaming. Yep. Ooh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're going strong. <laughs> a Thursday night partying. 
What yeah, a man. guy. What yeah. a guy. It's uh, for us. Everyone full send over here. Mm-hmm. Full show. All right. Let's get this thing started, Diego. All right. Here we go. So we're first we're going to talk about Rippin because you left Rippin for lacrosse, okay? What made you decide to leave Rippin? Okay, so lots of reasons. I think the first one is uh, pretty simple. It's just financials. Uh, Rippin is a very, very expensive uh, yes. private college. Yes, as I know and since I went there. It was is a uh, pretty, pretty cost-effective uh, public school, so mm-hmm. there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, then I've grown up in small towns my whole life and going to a small town college was just not it. Mm-hmm. And also since I'm majoring in sociology and minoring in criminal justice, mm-hmm. um, I don't think the departments that written were like, I want to say good enough, but they just weren't where I liked it. And I decided to come here to UW lacrosse just this world's reason, you know? Yeah, I also left Rippin, so I completely understand. That place was so expensive, so expensive. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I left in the beginning of the semester, so I got a lot of the money back that I spent, but, whew, I was going to be broke in no time. Jesus, fuck, yeah, man. They, uh, they set some money out. Mm-hmm. All right, next thing. Since I did leave pretty early on, I want to know, what are some cool things that I missed with the boys? With the boys? Yeah, with the oh, boys. What didn't you miss? Jesus Christ. Okay. So, um, since you left, um, let's see here. We have our whole roommate situation uh, that we had to work things out with, with a uh, certain member of the room. Uh-huh. We had to work things out with, uh, with him. Um. After that, you did miss a lot of uh, certain substances being used in the room. That's for oh, sure. Oh, that's for sure. I, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we, I feel like we did more full sense. This, uh, like, after, like, I moved in for a while. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That was for sure. Yeah, for sure. A lot of, a lot of exploring. Oh, yeah. Lots of new territory, uh, Jake. That's, uh, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and then, yeah. how was my room? You took my room. Yes, I love your room. I love where it was. It was, like, very nicely situated. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I loved okay. it. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then we had, like, the the biggest, I'd say, area for the four roommates. Like, the biggest living area. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. No, we, we got very lucky. With, like, so many windows and such, so we would never, like cold during, I mean, like, hot during the summer days. hmm mm-hmm. yeah. It, 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 like, around when it started snowing around there, that did start feeling on us, just because there was so many windows, so many ports of entry where all the cold could get in. It got really cold really fast in the room. Oh, really? I just remember, I, like, when I was there, I, like, never used my, uh, my blankets because it was so hot. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was back then, but... Once we once the cold came in, we had to um, we had to use we had to buy a heater. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but we also had to buy we, we also had to use another heater that my mom had brought up. Oh wow! Along with like a, along with like a bunch of blankets, like I, it got really cold in there. Damn, you know, I mm-hmm. I enjoy the cold, so I I bet it would have been fine. But oh my yeah. god, that that does oh, yeah. sound horrible. Were there any and, uh um, any more? Any more weird experiences or occurrences? Weird experiences. Hmm. 
Did you see any ghosts, Diego? No, we didn't see any ghosts, but we did hear a lot of stuff that, like at night, or we just heard like a bunch of weird shit going down. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, we were friends with uh, with the girls underneath us, like directly underneath our room. Uh huh. And they would say that they would hear bouncing, like basketball bouncing, from my room or like your room, basically. Uh huh. Even though none of us owned the ball, and even though none of us were in like that area of the room at that time, you know. Is there a story with like a basketball of a haunting or yeah. something? Uh, I think there's like a story that goes around that um, you know, um, you know where Dylan's room was, right? Yeah, yeah, I know where Dylan's room was. Some uh, apparently there's like a like a legend, I guess, that some girl hung herself in that room. Oh, damn! So and she was a basketball player. Mm-hmm. So people think that's coming from there. I don't know if I believe it or not, but hey man, anything's yeah. possible. Yeah, I would. I would have been freaked out. I would have been freaked out. Mm. Oh yeah, no, it was, there was some nights where, like, um, I think there was a night where uh, I'm not sure if I could say it, Nick. Yeah. Nick or Go Nick, ahead. Obviously. Yeah. What happened? Uh, you know, uh, sometimes like we would hear knocking at night, like knocking at the door, shit like that. Really? And we'd go and check. Yeah, we'd go and check and. I would have been freaked out too. I I don't handle ghosts well at all, not at all. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah no. Now the craziest story that I haven't heard yet that happened at Rippin, and I want you to get deep into it. All right, Diego, what happened with the cops at Rippin? I want to know. Oh boy! Oh boy! This is what got so, me my okay. shame. Start this at the beginning. This is what got me my shame is The king got the cops calling him. That's what they yeah. called me for. Start at the very beginning. Where were you? What were you doing? What happened? All that. I want to hear it all. Okay. This takes place on a Friday night. Right? Friday night. Friday night. I'm full sending with the frats, right? Mm-hmm. As, Good choice. As usual. As usual. And um, I'm absolutely sloshed off my ass. Okay. And then this one girl that, like, lives back at Tri, she texts me, and she's like, hey, can you check on our roommate real quick? She's really squashed, and, like, we need you to check up on her real quick. Okay. I'm like, okay. I'm at Mapes currently, and so they make me walk all the way to Tri. I'm actually off my ass. Like, I'm stumbling and stuff. I, I, I remember I fell at some point. <laughs> I had to get back up. And so here, here goes Diego, absolutely squashed off his ass. Okay. And somehow I go with him to try. Uh huh. Knock on the door, and I'm like, "Hey, your uh, your roommate's asking me to come check up on you." And this poor girl was so fucking gone, so gone. And she just gives me a hug, and I'm like, "Okay, uh, just making sure you're good." And she just gives me a hug, and then like I just leave. I'm like, "Oh, that was oh, weird." Cool, whatever. <laughs> Mission accomplished, right? Uh huh. So I decided to go back. Mm. And um, as I'm going back into into Mapes, uh-huh. uh, the RA that's on the floor, yeah, it's it's more. I'm not gonna say her name, even though I would love to, because God, I fucking hate her now. <laughs> um, and she doesn't. I don't even have her on that, but whatever. I, I'm just not gonna say it. Yeah. Okay. And, that's that's um, good. 
it's more of like if you were there, you know who it was, or like if you heard like the story of like what I, like what who it was. It's it's more like a, if you know, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. So we start going up. I start going up the stairs, and this like chick comes out of the room right as I'm like turning the corner to go into the area that they were at, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Diego, what are you doing?" I'm like, I'm "Having fun. Leave me alone." And she's like. No, what the fuck are you doing right now? I'm like, just chilling, like, let me have some fun. She's like, no, come here now. And at this point, anyone sober would have been like, nah, fuck off. And we just, like, gone uh-huh. away, right? Uh-huh. What'd you do? But I, I decided to go with her. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to get yelled at. Just, you know, whatever. I'll take the bullet this time, whatever, right? Uh-huh. I decided to go into the room, and she starts yelling. She starts, like, asking, like, my mom. She's like, what are you doing, partying, stuff, you're, you're drinking alcohol, you're not even 21, I'm like, shut up. You shut up. videos of you getting absolutely gone, and you're not 21, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, she just starts getting on me. She's like, yeah, potential, why are you wasting like this? I'm like, I'm not wasting my potential just because I'm partying out, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I know what you mean, exactly what you mean. That's what this podcast yeah. is all about, partying. That's what I do every weekend, yeah, party. Yeah, exactly. That's what people do. And, like, I know a bunch of smart people that party hard and they still get really good grades. So, mm-hmm. I don't know why she's getting on me about that. So then, all of a sudden, she, like, gets her boyfriend and then a bunch of her friends, like, into the room. And they start talking to me about how she's calmed down. And, like, what the uh, fuck? What? And so, I have, in my hand, um, they, I have the infamous black water bottle with me. Oh, yeah, that black water bottle. That black water bottle. Yes, uh-huh. sir. And she's like, what do you have in there? I'm like, some pink Whitney. Some, some good pink Whitney. Mm-hmm. Gets me fucked up every time. Mm. Mm. And um, she, um, she's like, let me see it. She grabs it, and then she goes to the bathroom. I'm like, that bitch, she's going to fuck You're going to dump it. She's going to dump it, that little whore, whatever. Right? I get mad. But it's like, whatever. She just took my pink Whitney. Thankfully, she didn't take my backpack, which was stuck to the brim of alcohol. <laughs> I'll tell you how much how much alcohol is in there, like late in the story. <laughs> so then, at this point, I'm not sure how long it's been, but she goes back into the room along with two police officers and a paramedic. What What were your thoughts when the police officers and the paramedic walked in? I was like, no, what, no way, no this way, is bad, this, nah, this, those were my exact thoughts, dude. <laughs> like it's all coming back to me. And um, they come in, and it's like one guy and a girl. And the police, the girl officer comes up to me. She's like, um, hi, we got a call about an intoxicated teenager. I'm like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, come on, right? So then she starts going on. She starts, she starts like, all right, um, sir, what's your, what's your name? And I start giving her my name, mm-hmm. my credentials. You know, I, I have to give them to them. You know? Yeah, you have I to. You can't lie. I have to. And they're like, okay, well... You know, sir, you're obviously intoxicated. You know, you're very intoxicated. And then my dumbass, you know how I get when I get wasted, Jay? Yes, I know, I know. very friendly. I know, yeah. What'd you say? I guess I got up and I was like, look, officer, I'm not intoxicated at all. Look at how I walk. And I start walking in, like, the most worst line you could ever see. <laughs> I I finish at the end of the line, and I'm like, see, officer, I'm perfectly sober. Perfectly. I'm just chilling, officer. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what'd they do? Yeah, 
they were like, okay, well, uh, you're not causing too much trouble or whatever, but we still need to follow the law. Uh, we'll be giving you a fine. I'm like, officer, can't you give me a warning this time? Yeah, come on, give me a warning. <laughs> like, like, I'm take it easy. Talk my way out of a fine, you know? Yeah, take it easy on me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and um, no, it obviously doesn't work. And um, they uh, they give me the fine, and they're like, "Okay, son, do you have any more alcohol on you?" And I don't know why. I will always be mad at me for huh? this. What you? Why I said this? Did you say yes? But for some, what's up? Did you say yes? Yes, I said yes. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, officer, I have more alcohol on me." They're like, "Okay, where is it?" And I snitched on myself. Oh. I snitched. You on snitched myself, on yourself. Oh, yeah. damn, Diego, why'd you do it? I had I was I had them go get I had my kid oh fuck my yeah whatever um I had her go get the the bag of alcohol from the uh-huh. room where I was in yeah and she walks in and she tells everyone in the room she's like don't worry you guys aren't in trouble it's just him which wait may I say that's very petty but whatever right? <laughs> they they esc- they escort me out of the out of the room mm-hmm. and I'm going. And they grab all my alcohol. Okay, you ready for the list? Are you ready for the list? Let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. This list included a whole 1.75 liter of um, Mr. Boston vodka. Okay. Two four locos. Okay. Couple beers. Okay. <laughs> and a, and a couple of mics, along with like half a bottle of pink money. That's what I lost that night. <laughs> Tragedy. That's got to be. What, what does that cost? If you want to get all that back, it'd be what, like thirty bucks? Yeah, something like 30, that. Thirty bucks gone in one night. Yeah. A tragedy. What was the fine? How much was that? A hundred and eighty-seven dollars. <laughs> Damn, that's a. Yeah, man, that was a, that was a whopper of a of a, of a fine. I'll give it that much. <laughs> and it, it, all you had to do was pay it back, and then you were good. Did you have to like go to court at all or anything? Yeah, I know some some friends of mine have like gotten busted at parties and they've had to go to court and like they had to oh. like talk to the judge about how they're getting over their alcohol abuse. Jesus and Christ. they're like our age. And I'm like, that's, they're just partying. Come on. What's up? Like they're just partying. Come on. Yeah, man. Alone, <laughs> everyone like, everyone does it. Who e- isn't drinking? Come on. What else are we supposed to do? Uh-huh. And then it's, it's, what's up? one thing that I noticed about you is that your parents didn't let you drink before you came to college, did they? No, no, they didn't even know I was drinking at college. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's a, a bad thing for parents to do because let's, let's face it. Everyone is going to drink at some point in their lives. And I think parents yeah. need to be like, yeah, let's have it be with us instead of at some random college party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, so, it's like, it's like a weird balance between, um, having a, like, a good, healthy balance of drinking with your kid, uh-huh. but also not wanting them to become, like, a little alcoholic, you know? Yeah. But still, like, you should just, like, at least, like, at least on their birthday, you know? Yeah. Have, like, a case with you, you know? <laughs> they, they need to know what it's like to be intoxicated before they're in a place with strangers. Yeah, exactly. I remember, like, 
I remember at Rippin when like you had your first few drinks and you, you went a little too far sometimes. <laughs> you were like, oh yeah, running all over the place. Oh my god. Oh yeah, no, there's there's more behind that too. A night where we went a bit too far. Mm-hmm. And then one time I remember is so I was only at Rippin for a, like a month, and I have a lot of memories of you. So I remember when you used that infamous black water bottle. And uh, you filled it up with an entire bottle of wine, or at least half a bottle of wine, and you brought it into the dining hall. Oh, yep, yep, yep. that happened. That happened, yep. And then I remember when I first met you, I remember it was the day I moved in, and like you came in, you shook my hand, but then I feel like we really connected that one time when I was walking into the dorm room, and you asked me, like, hey, what class are you coming from? And I told you Spanish. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then you were like, oh, hablas español? And I was like, si. Sí. <laughs> and then from then on, <laughs> from then on, we would just talk Spanish whenever we could. And I feel like that brought us a little closer together. Yeah, that definitely did. I definitely just, did. I wasn't expecting, like, anyone at this little, small, white college to be Spanish. Mm-hmm. And most, most especially not you. you know? <laughs> And, I just, like, and also, you just start speaking Spanish to me. I'm like, oh, no way. I oh. can get along with this kid. You know? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I like, so sometimes, sometimes there would be random people that wandered around, you know, people drift in and out of the room. And like, sometimes there'd be people sitting right in front of us and you would lean over and speak something Spanish to me and no one else could understand it. But I'd start laughing because I knew you were just talking mad shit. And I was like, oh, they have no idea yeah. what he's even saying. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's, that, it was like a little code, you know, like just in case, mm-hmm. in case like someone was annoying me or something, I just saw some whack shit, I just be like, hey, that's one of But how did everything go with uh, leaving Rippin for lacrosse? Was it a smooth transition? Um, more or less. So there are a lot of changes between mm-hmm. Rippin and lacrosse, I'd say. Yeah. Um, definitely with the size, first of all. Yeah. Um, way bigger school, way more people. Like, you don't see the same people uh, across the campus every day. Mm-hmm. You know, way new people. Um, especially with the dorms, too. The dorms here don't have, unless you're an eagle, mm-hmm. you don't have carpeting on the floors. Oh, so, like, it's very cold and very, very dirty. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then you have a solo, you, you're, you have a solo room, right? Like, you're alone? Yep, uh, a, I have no roommate, which is kind of good, but then also kind of annoying. I don't know, it has its personal mm-hmm. person clothes, you know? Yeah, but hey, I know a lot of people from Stoughton who go to lacrosse. Like, if you, if you meet hey, someone from Stoughton who's like our age, just say, like, hey, I was on Jake's podcast, and they'll party with you all night, okay? That's a, hey, prom- that's a promise, that's a promise. I like that, I like that. Yeah, and then... You're still studying the same thing, right? Like you were stu- studying like criminal justice or whatever at Ripon too. Um, no. So at Ripon, I was majoring in history. Oh, really? And mid, uh, midway through my year, I decided to change it just because um, history doesn't. The, I feel like history isn't going to fit with what I want to do as a career. Mm-hmm. So I decided to change it to sociology with a minor in criminal justice. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Good idea. I like that. Yeah. I feel like you'll be good yeah. at that. You know. Like, I want to join the DEA or the CIA, mm-hmm. and I remember I was doing, like, homework 
I was doing like my history homework. And I was it was about like China. It was like the Chinese Middle Ages or something like that. Yeah. I was doing it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna need to know about like when the Great Wall of China was built. Mm-hmm. When I'm busting some cocaine lab or something, you know. Yeah, I had kind of the same epiphany when I was at Rippin. I was sitting under my loft all day, and, like, I'd get an assignment where I'd be, like, let's say reading a random Spanish article. And I'd be sitting there, I I would go, like, what am I doing? I'm never going to use this again ever in my life. And it just took that happening, like, so many times for me to be like, okay, I'm going to leave. Yeah, exactly. I feel like a lot of people, like, reach that epiphany at some Mm -hmm. point Mm -hmm. where they're, like, College just isn't for me, or they just have to change their uh, their major. Yeah, you know? yeah. A lot of people go through that, and I mean, I took the I took the extreme approach of actually just leaving the college. But things have worked out pretty pretty good so far. And without leaving Rippin, I would never have this podcast where I'm able to talk to you, yeah. Diego. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Out there following yeah. your dreams, I like it. Uh-huh. I encourage it. Yeah, and then, you know, 10 years from now, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember I was on that podcast. And you'll go back and you can look and listen to it, listen to yourself just as you came to the cross. It'll be amazing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'll of, be definitely a, a little nostalgic uh-huh. look back, you know? For sure. And then <laughs> next, now that we talked a lot about ripping. I know you have, you've had some crazy stories at lacrosse, okay? A lot of crazy oh, stories yeah. at lacrosse. Now, I want you to start... Just dive into it, because I only know one, and if you don't say that one, I'll bring it up, but just dive into everything crazy you've seen at the cross so far. Okay, so uh, crazy shit starts going down the very first night down here, okay? Very first night, you know me. Yes. I, so um, I'm, on, I'm moving in, you know, I really don't know too many people. I'm moving in on a Thursday. Everyone is either moving in, everyone that I know is moving in on either Friday or Saturday, right? Okay. And I know basically no one at, at the dorm where I'm staying at. Mm-hmm. And so I'm all done, moved in. I have all my stuff, all, all prepared and shit like that. And I remember I was setting up, and I hear my neighbors on like, the other side uh, kind of talking. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, you know what, Diego, you should probably go make friends with them. You know, like you're on, your, yeah. you're on yeah. the same floor with them. They seem pretty cool, right? Yep. And the whole time, I'm just kind of like hyping myself up. And I'm like, go do it, go do it, go do it, go do it. It'll be fine. I just have to get the balls to do it, you know? Uh-huh. And um, I'm like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Let me go do it. So I go over to the room. I knock. I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? Um, the guy's a new, uh, I'm the guy's new neighbor. Uh, I don't have a roommate or anything. Yeah. They, like, all the time to listen to themselves and such. And they were really cool. I, I really like them. They're actually my friends here now. Yeah. I saw his friend group here. <laughs> so very really good. thankful for them. Very good, Diego. Very good. I'm sure they'll listen to this too if you tell them. Oh yeah, for sure. They, for they sure. probably will. Yeah. And um, you know, and then we started kind of making like small talk and such. And they're like, "Hey, man, we're gonna go out later tonight. Did you want to come?" I'm like, "Yes, for sure." So uh, later comes and um, later comes and we start pre-gaming in their room. Okay. And um, we're like, okay. I'm like, okay. So what's the plan here? And they're like, oh, we usually go with tequilas. And for anyone that doesn't know, tequilas is a very famous kind of freshman bar, I want to say. Okay. Uh, that's that's very near the campus. Like, where the campus ends, you just have to cross the street, and there it is. Okay. And it's a restaurant slash, uh, slash bar. But, hmm, 
the good thing about this place is that one, it IDs, but it doesn't give a shit. Like literally, they don't even look at it. Uh-huh. Or two, they don't even ID. Like they just let you in. You know. <laughs> that's what and you. So that's what you look for. Me, I'm like I'm just I'm used to living. So to me, full sends are like going to someone's dorm and getting drunk. You know, that's just that's that's what I was just. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For that and all, like, lacrosse, lacrosse could be, like, just full sending to the max, you know? Like, <laughs> Thursday is, like, the warm-up for Saturday night, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, and, um, you know, we go in there. I start having a pretty good time, you know? The, 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 uh, the drinks are pretty cheap, and they're very, very, very strong. <laughs> and, um, you know, I start, I, I start having, I start, you know, getting loose up. Mm-hmm. And so then they're like, hey, man, we're going to go to a house party. Did you want to come? I'm like, of course, of course, of course. So uh, we start heading over, and we start walking, and we get to this house party. And it's it was kind of small just because it was a Thursday night, and people were, like, barely moving in. Mm-hmm. But I started making friends with uh, anyone that I came across with. Okay. It was very, just very friendly, just very outgoing. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's kind of vibing, you know? And... Overall, I'd say it was a pretty good night, uh, pretty pretty strong night of drinking. But hey, man, that's hey, man. Uh, that's what it is. What it is. All right, now I want to yeah, get man. I want to get into the story that I heard about. Okay, so uh, I think it was like a little less than a week ago. Okay, I'm still in the group chat with the guys at Rippin, mm-hmm. and you. I saw that you put in the group chat like there, you were talking about parties and. At one point, you said, and I don't have exact quotes, but you said something along the lines of, today I met a crack dealer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and okay. and you also said, hey, Jake, if you see this, we're talking about it. Okay, I want to hear that. Okay, sounds great. Okay, so this was, um, this was last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, this was last weekend, and I was absolutely sloshed off my ass. At the kilos, right? Uh-huh. And um, a friend of mine, or uh, not really a friend, just a guy that I know. Uh-huh. He's like, hey, man, I'm trying to get some, like, I'm trying to get some weed. You know, it hooked me up. I'm like, eh, whatever. Not for me, but it's for a friend, right? Yeah. So I started going around, and at this point, I'm like, okay, I can either I can either look for a weed guy here, or I can, like, be super, like, anonymous, right? Okay. However, I'm wasted. So I go, hey, you know what? I go up to, like, groups of random people. I'm like, hey, man, you know anyone that sells marijuana? Anyone that sells weed? It's <laughs> like this absolutely drunk guy that's going up to people. And everyone that I talk to knows someone, right? Uh-huh, okay. It's, it's fucking insane. And I start getting established and such. But then I go up to this one group, right? This group looks like very, very... Very, um, very hoodish, I'll say that much. Okay, okay. okay. I, hope, I hope I don't offend anyone, but, you know, I don't think they're hood, you know, they're hood. Yeah, we get it, we get and, it. And, um, I go up to them, like, hey, man, I'm looking for weed, what's going on? They're like, nah, bro, we ain't got weed, but we got crack if you want some. I'm like, crack? <laughs> crack? Hell yeah, man, I'll take some crack, too. You, you buy anything? No, I didn't buy no. any crack. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know. I was like, 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 hey, we got crack. I'm like, and you're like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That was just me. I was like, okay, whatever. Crack, crack, and the same thing, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. And, same um, thing. I'm like, yeah, man, let me just get your stuff. And I'm like, all right. So I get this guy snapped. 
And then I changed his, like, uh, Snapchat name from whatever it was to crack dealer. With, like, a little, <laughs> good choice. With, like, a little spoon next to it. Good choice. Good choice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm getting absolutely sloshed. You know, the rest of the night goes on, whatever. I go to the house party, whatever, right? Uh-huh. The rest of the night goes on. Next morning, I wake up, and I just... Here's the problem that I have over here, too, right? Mm-hmm. I wake up the next morning with tons of people's Snapchats. However, I don't remember when and where I got them. Okay. <laughs> so I have this problem of a bunch of people on my Snap, not knowing where I got them from or whatever. I'm trying to get them up, like, the next morning, and some of them just take either a long time to respond, leave me unread, or some of them just like, oh, hey, what's up? I met you here and there. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I make friends with them. You know, that's just how it uh-huh. works. Uh-huh. But I, like, look at this. I'm absolutely hungover. Sunday morning, I wake up, and I just see crack dealer with a little spoon. I'm like, Jesus, fuck you, what did I do? What the hell? <laughs> so I contact them. So then I contact them. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Um, we're looking for some weed. He was like, nah, man, you got the wrong boy. I only sell crack. I'm like, you don't sell any weed? He was like, nah, bro. Uh, only my homie, blah, 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 sells sell weed. All right, cool, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for that. He's like, yeah, for sure. So that is on Adam off of Snap uh-huh. because I don't want to be like, like I don't want to be connected to anyone that you know sells crack for a living. Yeah, I, I, I bet so. I bet so, Diego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not some, not something that you know anyone would would want that on the resume. You know. Mm-hmm. So then, so then I kind of just take that guy off and and, such, and I just kind of keep going with my life. And yeah, that's how yeah. another. I'm gonna crack you. I don't know, man. A lot of people here do coke. It's fucking insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. The the people are a different breed. Yeah, man. They're just they're simply built different. Like the same, like built different. You know. I thought I understood it. Nah, people here just full send whatever. Like I was in the bathroom at a house party. I was washing my hands. Some dude comes up and he's like, "Yo, man, you want some lime?" I'm like, "Some lime with what?" He's like, "Some coke." I'm like. Oh fuck, nah, man, I'm good. I'm chill. Nah, I'm good. I'm and, good. Um, yeah, no, that was uh, that was the end of that, that conversation. That, I got the, as fast as I could. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lots of cocaine and crack. What can we say? And then, oh yeah, man. Have you met any females up there? Um, yeah. I mean, I'd say like I'm just like starting off as friends. Uh huh. Yeah, you're making uh, progress. You know, what's up? You're making progress. Uh, more or less. More Can't or less. Anything, uh, not too early yet, but, you know, we're getting there. Uh, some things did happen on the weekend, but oh, we boy. Those, yeah. You know? We won't get into too many details, but as long as I know you're making progress, I'm happy, Diego. I'm happy. Yes, 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 so yes, we, yes, made, yes. we made quite a jump one night. I'll say that much for sure. <sighs> God, Diego, you're living your best life in lacrosse. Oh, yeah. Absolute best oh, yeah. life. Okay. We're, we're going up on the peak. Hopefully, this isn't where my peak is. I, don't, I hope I don't think it will be, but we're going up it. You know. Yep. Yep. I have, I have a feeling you have a lot more to bring, Diego. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you about that about the night I yak all over some like outside a guy's house? No. Let's hear it. Okay. So I was at a guy's house. I was like at this uh, friend's house for uh, we were partying and such, and I do a shot of rum. Uh, with this one friend. Yeah. And you know when you like, you know when you do a shot or something and uh-huh. you feel it in your stomach and you just kind of say, oh no, this isn't going to stay down for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know, I know. I've been there. That I've been me. there. Yep. So then I kind of very fast like walk outside of the house. I go to the corner 
of the house outside. Okay. I kneeled down and I just started yakking, just like, ah, yeah, you know, I just started uh-huh. throwing off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then a group of like five people called to me. They're like, dude, 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 are you good? Are you good? I'm like, nah, man, I'm not good right now. <laughs> they're like, bro, we got you. We got One you. One of them runs inside. I think they're getting me like a wa- like a bottle of water or something, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. Something to refresh me. Yeah. No, 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 no. They, one of them goes inside and grabs me a chili, and he's like, here you go, man. <laughs> I grab it, and I'm like, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I start drinking it. Damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm also taking a, a pull from a cigarette. That was interesting. Uh, what, what was it like? I'm not going to lie. It tasted good. I t- took a pull of it. It tasted good, and I was going to take another pull of it, but then I was like, no, you know what? Yeah. I don't want to get addiction to these. Yeah, things. yeah, it's a good, good idea, Diego. Good idea. We don't need yeah. you on. We don't need you on the cigs anytime soon. Oh no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. You don't want to hear me like, uh, like you know, you know, you know, I want that robot voice, you know. Mhm. All right. Okay, Diego. Moving into the next section. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. Before, before we move into that. Okay. Thing, yeah, you got I have what? one last. Yes. I have one last story that happened here. Look, All right, like, yes, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, this is possibly, like, either the most... Okay, this is possibly, like, the most worried people have got for me. Okay, let's hear it. So, um, this is this was last weekend, too. I think this was, like, on a Saturday night, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I started, like, I started walking. Well, okay, no, okay, from the start. So... Um, I'm at Tequila's, and Tequila's closes. Okay. So then I go with a group of friends to a different house party, mm-hmm. and we get there, right? Okay. And right as we get there, one of my really good friends from here and this other girl are leaving the party, and I know this girl. We're, all, we're also friends. And she's like, hey, Diego, you should come with me, like with us. I'm like, all right, cool. But, right, like, and I'm drunk and just, like, really gone. I'll, try, I'll pretty much say yes to, like, everything and anything, you know? That's okay, yeah. Yeah. And um, they're like, all right, man, uh, we're going to house party. Just, just come with us. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So I start, I, I jump in the car. I have no clue where we're going, how far away this house party is, or any details. Just just them going to a house party with some people that I know. Right? Uh-huh. And um, we arrive to this house party, and it's, like, absolutely packed to the brim. We walk in there. And it's it's a good time, you know. You can you can smell certain substances, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can smell I know, there. I know. There's there's everyone's having a good time. There's there's on table and such. There's some random old guy just partying there. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, I start talking to everyone as I do. I just make conversation with everyone that I can. Yep. Just having a good time. Yep. You know? Yep. And um, yeah. At some point, I go upstairs, and. <laughs> There's, I think there was like five guys and one girl in this room. Okay. I walk in there. I'm like, hey, what's up? How's it going? They're like, and the girl just looks at me straight in the eye and says, hey, they're going to run a train on me. Do you want to join? Do you want to make it more multicultural? Like, what the fuck? Oh, oh my God. I was like, what? No way. No way this girl just asked me this, right? So I'm like, uh, what? She's like, yeah, yeah, just, just go ahead and do that. And um, I'm like, I mean, okay, I guess. And she's like, wait, why do you want to do it, though? I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of drunk right now. 
She's like, is it just because it's drunk or do you think I'm pretty? I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I'd say you're pretty. I'd say you're pretty, you know? And she's like, well, I don't know. And I just sit down and we just start talking and such. I, I don't think it happened because, like, like 45 minutes later, everyone kind of just went their own way, you know? Oh, my God. So, anyway, so something interesting. However, that's not where that night ends yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, I started going then. I started meeting the people uh-huh. and such. And um, I started talking to other people. And um, the owner of this house, like, super cool guy. Okay. I, I quite like him. The people okay. that either own the house or, like, roommates with the house owner or, like, people that know, um, like, the pe- like, the person that owns the house, they're all super cool. I kind of get along with them, more or less. Not really like that. I'm just like, oh, hey, what's up? My name's Diego. I'm new here. I'm a, I'm a transfer. Just, just, you know, meeting people. Okay. Uh, having a good time. So then, um, sheesh, I don't know if I should, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> say whatever you can. Sure. Say whatever you can, Diego. Say whatever I can. Okay. So, um, this, remember that, um, a certain person that I was affiliated with back at Ripon? Yes. Um, yes. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, it turns out the house owner and them are very good friends. Okay. Very good friends. And um, so then, I don't know, like a bunch of shit happens there. Not like shit, but like I start putting the puzzles together. I'm like, oh no, these people know these people, this person. I should probably head out. Okay. Like, okay. Like I don't want, like I don't want to start anything, right? Uh huh. So then, at this point, I'm trying to find my ride, and she's gone. And she's gone, and the, and the guy's gone. I'm like, oh, fuck, right? Okay. I have absolutely no clue where I'm at or <laughs> how far away the campus is. This, it's like, it's like negative one degrees outside. Oh, my God. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? No other choice of doing this. I'm just walking, right? <laughs> okay. So then I decided to um, start walking. And I, like, whip out Google Maps and such, and I'm going all throughout downtown lacrosse, just absolutely sloshed off my ass, stumbling and shit, you know? Uh-huh. And, and Jake, I don't ever want to hear that anyone ever say that I can't, that I need a babysitter or something. Because I walked for two fucking miles. Two miles in the freezing two miles weather. in the cold, absolutely sloshed off my ass. I avoided two cops on the way on the way back and still made it back to my door in one piece. Like How a, does that sound? Like a trooper. You're amazing, Diego. I don't know if I would have been know, able man. to pull it off. Man, I'm just telling you, like, you you get you, you make me do a task and I'll fucking get it done. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you 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 surely will. You surely will. <laughs> yeah, man. Then it turns out the little house party on um, Caused a bit of a trouble before it's kind of drama between me and this other person, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All and, right. uh, you know, we're just not going to talk about that. Yeah, we won't talk about that. We won't talk about that. It's a very complicated situation. Very complicated. Yeah. yeah, I know. Okay, Diego. We're going we're gonna to leave the cross behind for now. We're going to go on to one of my favorite stories that you have, okay? Now, I want you to tell this in as much detail as possible. I'm going to ask you questions as, as you go along the way, okay? Say whatever okay. you want about the situation. Okay. But one of my favorite things that happened at Rippin, okay, is when you told me the story about your most recent trip or 
one of your recent trips to Mexico. Now I know I want yes you know exactly where this is going okay now I want you to start off with the beginning of the trip why you're heading there and then exactly what you did okay okay well uh, for anyone listening to the podcast that's from either lacrosse or from back home Uh uh, pretty much everyone I really knows this Um, but here it goes man all right here's the story of how I had a threesome. With Mexican hookers. Yes, I, I, I love that title, okay? Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, so this this happened back, what's the month before August? I'm forgetting. July? July? Yeah, July. July, okay, July. So, um, you know, it's, it's in July, and I remember um, it, was, it was one night. I forgot what night it was. Okay. But one night, uh, me, and this, me and this girl that I've been talking to, uh, we got into a pretty big fight uh, that night, okay. and uh, it was like this thing was still pretty, pretty new, I guess. And Jake, you know exactly who it is. Yes, I know exactly who it is. And um, you know, we got into a pretty big fight, and I'm like, damn, whatever. I'm pretty, I'm pretty down. I, I, I go up to the room where I'm staying at with my, with my family, and you know, I'm just, I'm just kind of down bad. And my cousins walk in. They're like, dude, what's going on? This is all in Spanish, by the way. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah. They they come in. They're like, like, what's going on, cousin? Like, you know, what's what's popping? You know, why why are you so sad? And I tell them the story. I'm like, yeah, you know, this, this girl, you know, she got into a fight. I'm kind of down about it. She's like, and like all of that at the same time, they're like, man, fuckers, dog. You need to be sad about no girl. I'm like, what do you mean, bro? Like, I really like this girl. They're like, no, 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 man. You're in Mexico. We're gonna make you live a bit. I'm like, man, what does that mean? They're like, you know, have you ever heard of a brothel? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what it is? I'm like, yeah, it's like a whorehouse. Like, you know, girl, like, prostitutes live there. They're like, yeah, man. How, do you, how, 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 does that, how does a little field trip, how does a little visit there sound? I'm like, what? What? They're like, I'm like yeah, man, how does that sound? I'm like, I mean, fuck it, right? I'm, like, always down for this shit. You know, yeah, why not? Here, you know? Yeah. So the way this works is this, right? The uh-huh. way this works is, first of all, you have to search up the website. Right? This place has a website. Okay, a website. You wow. Search, yeah. You search up the website, and then you, you give them a call, and the pimp answers, right? Okay. And this guy sounds like, uh, like a Mexican redneck, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, we start doing the details. We're like, yeah, man, we're going to get there in about, like, an hour. You know, and he did, he says he says something. He's like, yeah, man, we have a special, a two-for-one. It's two, two girls for the price of one. Two girls for the price of one. Um, like, what was the price? The price, um, I forgot how much it was in pesos, but it was basically $20. $20. No, 40 $40. 40 okay, 40 mm-hmm. 40 which is pretty good. Pretty I'd good. $40 for <laughs> For what happened, I'd say it was pretty good. I'd know? say so. So we we set the appointment, and like the whole time, uh, my heart's just rushing. My brain is just like, I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck am I doing, right? Uh huh. And they're like looking at me, and they're like, no, dude, you're fine. Just just have a drink. And they and they hand me a shot of tequila, uh, and I down it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, an hour passes, and they're like, okay, we need to start heading out. We obviously can't tell my family what we're going to go do. 
Yeah. So then they just tell me, they're like, oh, they're just going to take him to go sightseeing at the time, right? First one around, it's, it's Guadalajara. It's the second biggest city in all of Mexico. Okay. Like, it's going to take, take time, you know? Okay. So then we start going to, like, the, this area. It's, like, in near downtown Guadalajara, like, near the center. Guadalajara, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We start getting there, and we park. And Jake, let me tell you something. What? On the outside, this place looks so sketchy. Sketchy. So what, sketchy. What would it look like? It, it was between a liquor store and, like, a corner store, <laughs> like, full of just, like, snacks and shit like that, right? Uh-huh, yeah. The door is, the door is made of aluminum, a really shitty sign that says, like, the name of the place. I forgot what it was called. I think it was something, like, with dogs in it, you know? Okay. And for any people that are planning to go to Mexico, if you want to know if you're, like, near a brothel or, like, you're going to, like, you're passing by a brothel, uh-huh. if there's a sign saying, like, the, like gentleman's massage parlor or something, and uh-huh. like, a really hot girl, like, on the poster, yeah. it's a brothel. It's, okay, a brothel. it's a brothel. Yeah. yeah. That's just, like, a good code, you know? Uh-huh. Good code. Yeah, yeah. So, we start going out this place, and I'm just nervous as fuck. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what am I doing, right? <laughs> and um, as I'm going in there, the the scenery changes from used craft house, mm-hmm. and you start going in, and it's like Trump Hotel, <laughs> you know? All fancy. Super elegant, marble status. You're going up. I remember going up, and some Uber Eats guy is like coming out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I go in, and... I know that I'm in this shit because as I'm, like, going up the stairs, okay. there's, like, one girl with, like, no top on or whatever just passes by. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in this shit for good yep. now. You know? Yep. yep. So, um, I go up and it's, like, the pimp. He's like, hey, what's up? You know, you got a reservation? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they start getting our credentials. They're like, all right, cool, cool. Have a seat. I'll, ha- I'll, have, a- I'll have her uh, introduce you. So... Uh, I go, we go and take a seat, and the lobby is so pretty, Jake. Like, it's, it looks so nice. Like, <laughs> like you're, like you're sitting in the White House? That you have about, like, a brothel being uh-huh. up or whatever. Uh-huh. Because this place was nice. It, like, 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 the, like, like the dining hall in the White House. What's up? Like the dining hall in the White House. Yeah, like, this place was nice, you know? Uh-huh. Like, chandeliers, uh, like, nice... Nice leather pillows, nice couches. Like, this place is pimping out. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a bottle of wine and stuff that you can drink. It's great. It's great. And um, she comes in. She's like, hi. I forgot her name. She's like, hi. Uh, you know, I'm your hostess for the night. How are you guys doing? Oh, you know, we're doing pretty good. And they're like, and, then, and she's like, okay, that's good. Well, okay, so here's how it's going to work. Uh, each girl's going to pass by. And they're going to introduce themselves. And because you've got the two-for-one special, uh, you can choose two. I'm like, okay, great. She's like, okay, I'm going to ring this bell, and each girl's going to come out one by one and introduce themselves. I'm like, all right, sick. I'm just, like, laying back. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing, right? (laughs) Yep. So, um, like, they start, like, ringing the bells, and these girls, like, start coming out one by one. It's just they kind of introduce themselves, like, their age, whatever the fuck. And, um... You can, like, choose, like, they kind of introduce themselves by name, or you can just, like, I'll take one in three or something, you know? Uh-huh. And, um, the first girl comes out, introduces whatever, and there was, like, six girls to choose from. 
including the girl that was like being the hostess, right? Okay. And um, you know, um, <clears throat> Jesus Christ, I'm like getting like my heart is racing again. I bet. I bet. So, um, at this point, I'm like, okay, whatever. I've made my choice. You know, I just choose like one and six or whatever. I don't, I don't put the numbers. And um, they're like, okay, we'll just. Uh, so they call them out, and they both grab me by my hand. They're like, oh hi, how's it going? I'm like, I'm doing pretty good. And um, they like grab me by the hand and like take me to this room. And this room is nice as fuck. Like, <laughs> nice big twin size bed, a queen. I don't know, it's pretty big. Uh, shower in like the corner, a sofa, uh-huh. a mirror. Like it was great. It was pretty nice and pimped out. Okay. And may I add, Jake, this place was COVID friendly because they made you wear a mask the whole time. Oh right? hell yeah! The, the Guadalajara like, not, brothels like, are very COVID ads, friendly. But, like during like like when you went to the lobby, you should like that. You know? Yep. Yep. Hmm. So they're like, okay, we're going to go out. You know, we're going to get ready. I'm like, you can, they're like, you can just get ready. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, you know, I start taking my clothes off. And I, I go in. I try to take, like, uh, kind of a shower, but not really. Kind of getting wet, you know? Uh-huh. And um, uh, I, I put on a towel and I just kind of, like, sit down, right? Uh-huh. And the whole time, I'm just like, what are my cousins thinking? What are people going to think if I ever tell, like, the story back at home? Uh-huh. Should I tell people that I did this? Like, like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, bro, what are we doing? But then I kind of think about it. I'm like, no, you got this. You have to live a little, you know, just uh-huh. to loosen up. Yep. And, like, at this point, like, the, this girl that I had been having fun with kind of, like, jumps into my mind for a bit. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, what am I doing? I can just text her and just say I'm sorry whatever. Uh-huh. But then they come back into the room, like, Nah. Right, so I kind of just changed my mind. And, um, so, <laughs> they come into the room and they start getting ready. Okay. And, whatever. The act happens, right? But before, I'm not going to go too much into detail okay. about, like, what actually happened. Okay. Because you guys probably don't want to hear about that. What, but, whatever um, you want to say, Diego. Before I go on, they actually put hand sanitizer on my hands for COVID friendliness. COVID friendliness. Those yeah, yeah. those brothels in Guadalajara are very COVID friendly. Just yeah, keep in mind. Keep in mind. A fucking, a fucking brothel in Guadalajara is more COVID friendly than a Walmart in Wisconsin. <laughs> keep that in mind. <laughs> keep that, that in mind, happen. people. Oh my god. So whatever the act happens, I get I get we pay for an hour and whatever. I have a great fucking time, right? Was it was it so really was it really great? Was it ends, right? And. Let me tell you something. I would have thought that these girls would have been like, oh, whatever, we got our money, that's it, right? Uh-huh. But no, they genuinely fucking care. Okay, <laughs> may I just add that? These girls genuinely cared about me, I feel. Because after we finished, she was like, oh, you did really well. Uh, you seem really young. Like, how old are you? I'm like, well, I'm 18. She's like, nice. Like, you speak with, a, with an accent. Where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from the U.S. And I'm like, and she's like, oh, really? She's like, oh, what part are you, like, uh, which there are you from? I'm like, oh, well, you know, because most people in Mexico really only know, like, the southern states, you know? Yeah, or, yeah. Like, maybe Illinois just because of Chicago, you know? Yeah. Or New York. Yeah. Or New York. Mm. But I told her, I'm like, oh, I'm from Wisconsin. And she's like, oh, really? Like, I've been to Milwaukee before. I'm like, really? That's <laughs> really? Yeah, she's been to Milwaukee. I'm like, oh, shit, that's nice. And um, she's like, what's going on? And she, she went to fucking college, dude. 
She went to college for a year, and then she dropped out. Like, I genuinely feel bad at this point. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, fuck, you know? <laughs> and, like, they start talking to me, and they're like, oh, like, um, like, are you going to college? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to college, like, a couple weeks. She's like, oh, um, you know, I wish you, have a, I wish you have a really good time at college. You know, try really hard so that you can have a better life so that you don't end up like us. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> oh, great, you know? But they're just like, you know, we wish you the best of luck. We had a great time. Um, you did great. Don't worry about it. And they both go up and just give you, like, the fattest kiss. I'm like, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. The customer so service there is great. Then we leave, and um, I meet up with my cousins, and they're all like, fuck you, Diego. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> and they're like, we're going to go and drink. I'm like, say less. So then we go out. Uh, we go to, like, a restaurant slash bar nearby. Okay. And we don't get hammered. Like, actually, just yeah, plastered. Yeah, you know? sounds like a, a blast. This, yeah, it was a very great day. Uh-huh. And I come back, and, um, yeah, uh, we, we never told anyone. That was, like, a little secret that yep. only, like, those few cousins know. Yep. So, you know, there's Damn. that. But now the internet knows Diego. Woohoo! Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good story. Diego was having a blast. Don't don't judge him. We, you all would have done the same. Don't lie. What's up? Everyone else would have done the same thing. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. for sure. 100%. 100%. You may say you may say, oh no, I wouldn't. I would call this. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Situation that I was in, like, bro, you would do it. A threesome, a threesome. Yeah, okay. What man's gonna say no to that? How old were they? Hmm. Good to guess. One of them, one of them was twenty-two, and the other one was like twenty-one. They were pretty young. Oh, pretty young. I thought you were gonna say like forties or fifties. Oh fuck no! Oh fuck no! <laughs> oh man, these these girls were young. Yep, yep. And then, what was um, that? That girl, that girl you were interested in back home. Was she your girlfriend at the time? What's up? Was that girl back home your girlfriend at the time in Wisconsin that you were talking uh, to? Wait, not really my girlfriend. Okay, whatever. yes. Okay, he doesn't cheat. He was talking to a girl. We gotta make that clear. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. And did you tell her about it? Um, yeah, I actually did. <laughs> I did, but like not immediately. Like this had, I told her about it like God, this was like this was last month actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's a very long story. Like at that point, I had just gotten annoyed. We had many fights. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? I did this and that in Mexico. I did this and that in Ripon, whatever, right? Uh-huh. Like, I just, I kind of went off. But, you know, it is what it is now. I don't know. And what Things was, have been very complicated. What was her reaction? Oh, oh it, was, it wasn't a very good one. <laughs> I, I bet, Diego. I bet. She was like, I fucking hate you. You're a piece of shit. I'm like, that's cool. That is an amazing... Story. That? That's an amazing story, Diego. I love that story. I love it Thank, so much. Thanks, man. Most, most people do like it. I, I actually yes. tell them. And so, like, I remember when I told Xavier back at uh, back at Rip, and they were like, "Oh, that's wild!" Like, he that's was wild. laughing out the whole time. Like, it's fucking insane. Yep. And then, do you regret any of it? I'd say no. Nope. Not not nope, at all. Not a single bit. Yeah. Good. Nope. Good choice. Good choice. Jake, Jake. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. In our teen years, man. Like, I feel like we need to have, like, a philosophy of full set, you know? Yep, don't full do, set. Don't do one thing half-assed, you uh-huh. know? Because if you do a thing half-assed, you're going you're gonna to regret it. But if you do something full set, 
you're going to be able to look back at it and say, hey, you know what? I did it. It happened. Whatever happened in the past happened in the past. And we just move on, you know? I agree. I 100% agree with you, Diego, and I think you made the right choice. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everyone that I've talked to so far is like, hey, man, uh, fucking great story. Very Only very few people. Well, actually, I, I haven't really met anyone that's had a, uh, a person yet, so nope. I can say that. <laughs> All right, and then... We'll leave that story behind. I think you got all of that story out in the open. I think you did, oh, yeah. a, I think you did a great job telling it. Okay. Now, another thing that happened when we were ripping is that when we watch a lot of documentaries or shows about the cartel, and every time they'd come up, you would bring up how maybe like an, a distant family member has ties to such and such. I want to mm-hmm. hear about that. Oh, boy. Okay, well, um, so I didn't know about all this until... Um, last year, like last year, uh, 2020, it was like around November. No, 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 remember. I don't know. I don't remember, really remember. But okay. there's a show on Netflix called Narcos Mexico. Okay. It's not Narcos, it's Narcos Mexico. And honestly, if you haven't seen it, it's really good. It's a really good yep. show. I like yep. it. But, um, my whole family is from Guadalajara. We've always been from Guadalajara, big Guadalajara family, you know? Yep. And, um, I remember one time me and my mom were watching the show. And there's a scene where they're packing up cocaine into a, into a truck. Okay. And my mom is kind of like, I swear to, I swear to God, we're just chilling there on the couch. And my mom just goes, hmm, that's interesting. And I'm like, what's going on, Mom? She's like, can I tell you that your grandpa once worked in, like, new, like, Rafael uh, Caro Quintero? Which, for, like, which, by the way, for, like, anyone that doesn't know, Rafael Caro Quintero was, uh, like the co-founder of the Guadalajara cartel, the first cartel to ever be like formed in Mexico. He produced like all the marijuana that that Mexico had to offer at that point. Oh my! You know saying, right? Yeah. This man's life is fucking crazy. And so she's like, "Let me tell you that your man, like your grandma, knew this man and was best friends with this man and traffic drugs for this man at some point." And at this point, I'm like, I, I grabbed the remote, I put it on pause. I'm like. So, Mom, do you, do, you, do you mind elaborating on how my grandpa once trafficked drugs for one of the biggest cartels in fucking Mexico? <laughs> and she starts telling me this. And I'm the whole point, the whole time, I'm just mad because, like, why the fuck do you wait until now to tell me this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. And, like, I've, like, growing up, uh, we just watched, like, uh, like soap operas about you know, drug traffickers and such. And there were people in these shows that, like, went by those names. Yep. And until now, she decided to tell me this. Like, bro. <laughs> and um, uh, she started telling me. And, um, yeah, so what, basically what happened was uh, my grandpa, who was a truck driver back then, uh-huh. back in, like, in the 80s around there, she goes into he goes into work one day, and his boss tells him that he has a special shipment uh, going out to Tijuana. To okay. DJ. Okay. And um, he's like, hey, man. You know, we have a special load. It pays extra. Just the only thing you need to do is don't look in the, don't look in like the truck, or whatever, or just just get in the truck, um, look at the location, and just get there. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of money. Uh, that's for just in case you get pulled over. And immediately, my grandpa starts like smelling something. He's like, "Man, this is man. They put they put something in my fucking truck, plug, right? uh-huh. like they, he knows what's up." Yeah. But he's he's caught in this dilemma of do I traffic drugs? Or do I put money on the table? And at this point, my family is, like, kind of struggling financially. Okay. We're kind of lower class, you know, so 
we're struggling to put, you know, food on the table. Um, with so many kids and shit, he's like, you know what? I'll just do this, right? All right. So he takes it up to TJ, and he actually gets there a day early. Okay. And uh, he heads back to Guadalajara, and uh, this guy, Rafa, he was known as being, like, very, 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 like, I don't want to say cynical, but he was just very, like, he just didn't give a fuck about anything or anyone. And <laughs> okay. he was just very funny, and he was kind of an asshole, but he was a funny asshole. He okay. was a kid, you know? Yep. And so then this man finds out that, you know, this truck driver got there a day early with the shipments, saved him some money. He's like, okay, I want to meet this guy. So my grandpa gets back from TJ, and then he's going in. His boss comes in. He's like, hey, man, someone wants to meet you in the office. If you have a gun on you, you need to take it out right now. Like, just give it to me. He's going to go in there and he's going to meet this guy. He's like, well, who is he? He's like, I can't say his name out loud. Just go in there and, like, talk to him, right? Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, cool. So he goes in there, and, you know, who else is it but just this Rafa guy? The uh-huh. fucking Taro Quintero, R1. Like, he's just chilling there, gun in hand, his gunman on his side. He's like, hey, what's up, man? You know, I heard that you did this and that. They start having a conversation. Okay. And they actually hit it off because <laughs> my grandpa and him were, like, both from, like, really rural ranches and shit like that. Uh-huh. So they were kind of rednecks when it came to, when it, when it came to stuff. Mm-hmm. So they hit it off, and they go out drinking. And um, at some point, my grandpa invites this guy over to our house. And... um. You know, he, he calls up my grandma, my grandma, and my grandma, like, answers the phone and whatever, and, like, uh-huh. he explains the situation, and this is when my aunt comes, well, this is when my mom comes into play. So, um, my mom at this point is, like, 20, 21, around there. Okay. And she knows what's up, like, she's heard the news, whatever, she knows, she knows what it's like, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, everyone, my grandma's like, okay, everyone, we're gonna have a very special guest over you guys have to be very nice to this man. Um, you know, don't do anything. My grandma talks to my mom. She's like, hey, uh, Rafael Caro Quintero, uh, he's coming over for dinner. Just don't act up. Don't say anything that you think about. Just, just you know, have dinner with the guy. Call it a day, right? Yep. And my mom's like, okay, like, bullshit, right? This guy must have just said that. Like, just, she must have been bullshit, right? Uh-huh. My mom does not believe it, right? Yep. A couple minutes later, my grandpa rolls in with this guy, and it's fucking him. And she knew that it was him because he had a golden gun to his side, along with, like, four, like, hitmen just next to him, carrying Uzis and, like, AKs and shit. Damn. And um, she's like, oh, okay, this is for real. Like, this is real shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, basically, like, they start talking and stuff. And, like, long story short, uh, our whole family kind of hits it off with this guy. Just because, like, he's so, like, he's not sympathetic, but he's just, like, he's funny. You know, like, he's a <laughs> yep. funny guy. Yep. And um, my mom actually hits it off with, like, one of his gunmen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, one of his, like, really loyal gunmen. And she just has, like, a bunch of stories of, like, how, like, she went to one of their parties one time. And that was, like, really fucking crazy and wild. Like, there was, like, oh, boy. full of cocaine and heroin and shit like that. <laughs> just, like, really high political like, officials there. Uh-huh. Um, like my one of my aunts used to work in a sauna, and at this sauna, like a bunch of narcos would come in, like like big narcos, like in Guadalajara. They would come in, and they would have like these big, big guns, 
like with gold plating and silver and oh diamonds and shit like that. <laughs> you know, bands of bands of cash, hard cold cash. They would leave these big, big fucking tips, you know. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, she basically told me that part. And then that's not where our, our family's affiliation with the cartel goes. Okay. Because um, it goes even deeper. So I have another cousin. I, I'm my bad. I have another uh, aunt in Guadalajara. Okay. And um, um, do, you, do you know who Pablo Escobar is? Yes, of course. Yeah, okay. So um, my aunt came here to the country to go work for a while in Georgia. And I went to Georgia's that. And one day she like meets this Colombian chick, and they hit it off. And this Colombian chick give her, uh, gives her like a fake name, whatever. And they're like working, and she like really hits it off. And one day, and trust, she like kind of goes, "Hey, I'm gonna tell you my real name. I like just don't freak out, please." And she's like, "Okay," says her like first name, but then she says Escobar at the end. So then she's oh my like, god and. Yeah, and then my aunt's like, wait, Escobar, cool. And she's like, well, maybe you know my cousin. His name is Pablo Escobar. And she's like, no fucking way. And it's this one girl and this other guy, and they're both sisters and brothers, right? Uh-huh. My aunt is telling me the story. I'm like, that's what shit. No fucking way, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I swear to God, they're Pablo Escobar's uh, no cousins. Like, It's not even like second or third, like first cousins. I'm like, dog shit, right? No way. So then she showed me a picture of them on Facebook, and it's just like the guy looks like Pablo Escobar mm-hmm. without a mustache. <laughs> oh my god! It's fucking insane. But these people like aren't connected to that life anymore, just because uh-huh. they're wearing a regular life like in the U.S. Like, yep. away from all that. Yep. So uh, there's that. Then, um, so then move move forward a bit, and I have this one cousin. We aren't very close to just because of like what he did. Uh-huh. But um, basically, I have this one cousin in jail who um, took to- like kind of took part in the murder and um, like this like uh, basically like a murder. Okay, so basically what happened was uh, this cousin he gets to flee with the wrong people. You know, starts hanging yeah. out with the wrong people. Yeah. He's like around twenty five now. I think I don't know. He's, he's pretty young. Mm-hmm. And. Um, he starts like hanging out with these people, and at this point, he hangs out with the with some people from the cartel of the new generation. Yep. So all new, brand new cartel. They're making a lot of noise, whatever, right? So then these people are instructed to take to like kind of take care of the family of a lieutenant of this one guy. Yep. Like high in the military, or whatever, and he kind of goes with them. And what happens is they they show up to this guy's house, and they like massacre all these people, right? Just fucking the guy, Damn. the wife, the fucking aunt, you know, just kill everyone. You know? Oh my god. And um basically like a couple of days later he gets arrested, he gets put for thirty years of jail, I'm not sure. And yeah, that's basically him. It's, uh, that's his life now. Oh my but, yeah, god. There's that connection that's to crazy the, to, like the new cartel too. That's nice. <laughs> that's a lot of connections, Diego. It's <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. crazy. But pretty nice. I also want to hear, since obviously you are very knowledgeable on Mexico and the cartels and everything, I want you to tell some people who may not know some things to, like, look out for in Mexico. What are things you should avoid doing? Okay, so, um, as a tourist, okay, um, 
I'm gonna go ahead and like just assume that a lot of like the people you know are white, you know? Yeah, a lot of them so, are Diego. Um, they probably go to like Cancun or Puerto uh-huh. Vallarta, you know, places like that. Very yep. touristy places, right? Yep. Very beach places, you know. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: when you guys go to like the beach area and there's a tourist area, you stay in that goddamn tourist area because <laughs> the moment you like you the moment you step out of the tourist area. And you will know when you when you step out of the tourist area. Like you can just tell when you step out of it. Uh-huh. You will most likely get jumped. You will get kidnapped, and you will be extorted. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> That's just gonna happen. Everyone over there thinks that everyone in the U.S. is just made of money, so they're gonna ask for a very high price for you. And if you don't, and if they don't, like, you know, like if you don't pay, you're gonna die, and it's not gonna be slow. It's gonna be very painful. Oh my god. <laughs> mm. That's crazy. Like we need, we knew someone that uh, had that happen to him, and uh, it didn't end very well for them. Um, another thing is, if you ever decide to visit, like, actual Mexico, like, you uh-huh. want to go on the street, yeah. do not, and for, like, for the love's sake, like, just because you're going out doesn't mean you're supposed to dress up in your nicest clothes. Okay. Do not do that at all. Okay. Like, if you're going to go out, dress up in, like, more or less regular clothes, you know? Okay. Don't, like, yeah. go all dapper, you know? Yeah, that's a good idea. Because people are going to notice that you're dressed up nice and dapper, and, you know, they're going to mug you. <laughs> they're <laughs> going to pickpocket you, and they're going to mug you. Um, third of all, always, and I mean always, especially when you're in big marketplaces, always keep your hands in your pocket, or keep your, like, your valuables really, really close to you. Like, if it's possible, have someone with a backpack in front of them, uh-huh. And keep all your stuff in there, because people will pill, will pickpocket you, or they will mug you. Like that's what's gonna happen. Like I've seen it happen before. You know? it's, it's very common. Very yeah. I went to a I, very, I went to like the second biggest market in all of like Mexico. Yeah, yeah. It's in it's in Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. And um, I I swear to God, there was like a floor full of like a restaurant area, and me and my cousin were sitting down, and. Um, one of the cooks um, goes up to this one guy, and this one guy comes up to him, and he just hands him a phone, just like this Samsung. Yep. And he's like, all right, here you go, man. How much do you want for it? Like, right, whatever. And they do the transaction in like five seconds. Oh, from someone else. Damn. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, here's the thing. In Mexico, depending, it, it all depends on like what part you go to. Okay, yeah. Um, generally, generally speaking, the more northern areas are more dangerous to go to. Okay. Because that's where like most of the drugs are being fun, are like being funneled through. Okay. So like avoid avoid Tijuana. You want to avoid Juarez, like those cities, you know. Um, personally speaking, Guadalajara is a really nice town. I I love the city. I absolutely love the city. I'm not I'm not even saying like just because I'm from there. It's a great little city. Uh-huh. Like, the center is very nice, but just just stay in the tourist area. You know, yeah. stay in the tourist area. Um, mm-hmm. Don't when you go to like a mini store or something, just know you will get ripped off. Like people, <laughs> people know people know that you're a tourist and they will like make the prices higher, and you won't even know. You know, they they will rip you off. They will do this and that, but that's yep. just part of it. You know, like you can't really avoid that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, don't try to make 
too much eye contact with people. Like, that's just like... Not too much eye contact? Anyone that's driving, don't look at them funny. Okay. Or something. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, this goes without saying, just, if you see a truck and, like, or an SUV and it's full of guns, don't, just run. Just just run. Just, like, keep your head down and keep walking. Because I've seen that happen before. I'm, like, I've been in the world of heart and I've seen shit go down. And the best, the best thing I can do is just look down and just look the other way and just keep walking. Don't bother them. And they won't uh, bother you. Wow. Some great advice but, from Diego. Yeah. Some great advice. Well, like, I don't want to, I don't want to turn people off. Like, yeah. Mexico is a great fucking place. Yeah, like, I know. You just kind of like stay in the tourist place and you'll be fine. Don't yeah, you'll be fine. fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. Diego says so. Yeah. But then you did. Ha- work, right? I do remember you saying this. I do remember you saying you had you had a very interesting job. I don't know when you had this job, but weren't you like a translator for like a ranch or something? Yeah. Okay. So Talk about not, that. Not a ranch, but it was like this one factory. Okay. Um, at this factory place, um, it wasn't like an official job, but it was kind of more like a side job. Not really like okay. it wasn't even like a job. It was more like just hey man, come over here and need to translate something real quick. Okay. Um. I used to work at this one uh, chicken factory um, place. It's called Pilgrims, and it's an arcade. It's a pretty big company, I'd say. Uh-huh. And um, sometimes, because all the leadership there, like all the managers and shit like that, they were all white. And um, all the workers, like all the general laborers were Mexican, and some of them could hardly speak Spanish at the time. Uh-huh. And this this was back when I worked day shift, so this was like last year, I want to say. Yeah. And sometimes, the, like, the manager would put me over and say, hey, man, I need to translate real quick. And I would go with them, and I would just, just, I would just translate them. And um, that didn't happen too often just because it didn't really need me that much. But yeah. if it was, like, in a quick, like, little, hey, man, we need to do this real quick, um, I would do it. I was more than happy to do right. it. And, yeah. Well, that about wraps up my notes, okay? Do you have anything else okay. you want to add, Diego? Um. No, I just, you know, really want to say that I'm really enjoying my time here at Lacrosse. I do, people from Rippin, if you're hearing this, I miss Rippin. Like, mm-hmm. I miss the people, not yep. the school itself, but, uh-huh. you know, made some good friends over there. Lots of good memories, too. Um, you know, I just want to say, Jake, thanks for having me on the show. Yes. This is a great yes. honor. I Diego, really being on the show. Di- Diego, you are, day. Diego, you're the best. I love the stories you've told. I love them. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, hopefully, at some point in the future, I don't know when, but hopefully at some point I can get you in the studio in person. Okay? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. And the thing yeah. is, if I'm getting in, getting you in here again, you need to rack up some stories. I need you to party hard, okay? Oh, yeah. Make me sure. that promise, it's Diego. You will party it's hard. It's I'm probably going to have more stories by the end of like, this weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. Faux show. Okay, Diego, party hard. You stay stay on the line, okay? I'm going to kick off yeah. the end of this show. All right. Thank you all for listening. Okay. This is Code 1030 out. Yeah, everyone.